What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, Uber Lyft Driver, and Gig Economy News. Sponsored by UberLiftDrivers.com, RidesharRodeo.com, with Para.com. I'm your host, SJ. Let's get it on. Alright everybody, welcome back to the Ride Share Rodeo. Uh, this week I have Jason Thierry from the uh, Gig Economy podcast on the show. And uh, we were going to do some more, a little bit of lighthearted stuff and talk about um, a few different things. But, uh, and we still will, you know, we start off talking about a couple different things, but uh, we obviously do get into the Paris situation. Um and by situation, I more mean uh, not so much what happened with Para, but um, that and uh, all the rumors floating around. So let's see if we can bring a little bit of truth to some of those rumors, since uh, everybody um, is saying all kinds of things that are incorrect or only partially correct. With that said, I'm going to bring Jason on, and uh, I'll come back on the other side. All right, so today I have uh, Jason Thierry from the Gig Economy podcast on, and uh, first of all, thank you for being on, Jason. Of course, it's always <laughs> a pleasure, Steve, to come on. We we talk a lot uh, via, I don't know, tweets and stuff like that, but it's always yeah. fun to come on and talk to you. Yeah, and uh, actually, the last few weeks have been, uh, you know, we've had, uh, we had Lenny on from the Driving Guild, um, you know, we had... Uh, We've just had a couple of episodes, especially that the Lenny one was a little tough because it was about drivers who have been killed in the line of duty. He's part of, he's like their lead liaison for dealing with families of the drivers who are killed. Okay. For both the, but for the Chicago office. And as we all know, Chicago is one of the most violent cities in the world these days. Yeah. So on top of just rideshare and rideshare drivers being hijacked, carjacked killed you know stabbed whatever chicago's running through like these crazy numbers of like all this happening all the time so it's like every day like even the day we did it we recorded last week there had just been a stabbing the night before of a driver that's crazy it's just it's i don't know why you would drive in chicago but i I know but it's (laughs) happening elsewhere too i mean i mean look at those two girls who you know grabbed that uber eats driver's car and had him hanging on and ripped him. And yeah, we just talked about that on our last show about they did get sentenced to tell they're 21 and then they get let free because they're juveniles. I'm like, that's ridiculous. yeah, which was which, yeah, before we move in, I want to actually bring that up because when I had when I was talking to Lenny last week, I don't know if you remember, but like three years ago, there was a 17 year old, a 16 year old girl who took an Uber in Chicago. And, uh, 
while the Uber driver was getting close to the destination, she pulled out a machete yeah, and hit him. Walmart, right? Yeah, I don't know. I hit think him it like ended up by a Walmart. Yeah, hit him like seventeen times. Like way killed him. Disgusting, violent. She went to juvie, and uh, she now just got sentenced to life as an adult. Oh, wow. So it kind of when I saw that that what you were talking about, how those girls got sentenced. Cause again, it, like you and I were talking about before I hit record, um, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy because, you know, it, it was like a headline that grabbed me. It was like, you know, these girls get the full amount of time or whatever. And then I read it and I'm like, no, they didn't. Yeah. They got like three years in juvie and then they get their life back. I wonder how that works. It's probably different in different States. Like you talk about the other one. Uh, maybe she didn't do what she was supposed to do when she was in juvie and was still a problem. I don't know. I don't know how you get, it seems well, like you get, do you want to really let that person out? <laughs> no, I don't, but <laughs> I mean, a I machete hope... dude and a 16 year old girl. And well, she felt illness. like she felt okay from the backseat. Just going <laughs> like, come on, dude, that's, that's horror movie stuff. That is pretty scary. <laughs> scary but yeah i mean i i don't know i'm somebody who believes that yeah if you commit a crime as a juvenile you should be sentenced as a juvenile and left at that but there are crimes that exceed a two-year juvenile sentence yeah yeah it's you know whereas like if you or i did it they'd shoot us yeah (laughs) pretty much Yeah. Another, (laughs) another thing I wanted to mention to you, I, the last episode I listened on yours cause I'm behind, it was the, the TNC radio Houston or that, that was really interesting with the truck driving. The Uh, TNC. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed uh, listening to that one. Yeah. Those guys are cool. Yeah. It was was a good episode. I mean, it wasn't rideshare esque, you know, it wasn't really, but it was still cool to hear about that kind of that trucking world and those kind of things. Yeah. Well, it's cause when they started, uh, if you, if you heard in that one that, uh, when he started that it was supposed to be for rideshare, but then the pandemic yeah. hit. Yeah. You gotta, you and gotta luckily, pivot, right? it, luckily he changed TNC was supposed to be because that's what us rideshare drivers go under is TNC, but yeah. he changed it to truckers national or whatever. <laughs> so he was able to make those work for, you know, and he just, yeah. I mean, he just adjusted, but I learned a lot on that episode too. You know, I was pretty shocked at how much you can make going into that industry. And, um, you yeah. know, and, and their respect for rideshare drivers too. I was pretty shocked and impressed with all that, that they do a lot of the last mile type stuff. Like when a trucker's not working, you know, if they, especially if they own a truck, they usually don't have a car, so they can't take their 18 wheeler without a, without the back on just the cab to the grocery store. Yeah, there was a story a while back. I think we talked about a driver had to get a delivery from the Wendy's he was at. He literally was parked at the Wendy's in his rig. Now, I don't know if he had a trailer with him, but he couldn't go through the drive-thru and they wouldn't take walk-up. So he had to literally get delivery from like DoorDash or Uber Eats from that (laughs) Wendy's to 10 feet to his truck because like he was screwed. Like he needed to eat and that was the only way they wouldn't serve him. And that was and that was due to the pandemic, of course. Things are opening up now. And a lot of our restaurants here are not. Uh, the lobbies are still closed. But um, really? just because, yeah, because of staffing, no one wants to work here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, so. a, that's a, I think you guys will find that you get past that a little quick. 
Like, I mean, not I mean, quick, but it, we went through that too. I mean, in a big way, things started I mean, opening and you, and they were like shutting down early. They were like, we got to close and they'd close for an extra day or two, even just be closed. Cause they didn't have staff. I think so a lot went, of them though, don't want to open the lobby because they are saving on two or three employees running it just the way they are. Yeah, sure. If the, if the kitchen can keep up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, out here in Colorado, during the pandemic, uh, the bars were hurting so bad that when we did reopen, the governor said that through the pandemic, we could deliver uh, that or bars could sell drinks to go. Yes. And in to go cups. So like you could go to your favorite bar, get your favorite drinks and all these and shots. Even we were making yeah. like these shot like holders for up to 20 that then went into like these like uh, little Cisco cups with tops. Okay. I mean, so, I mean, you could really do like group shots and all this and be, and so like now they've extended that till 2024. What? Yeah. Till 2024 work, we can serve liquor that you walk out of the bar with and just have an open container. Yeah. I think they did something like that here. <laughs> Not as aggressive of what you're sounding like, but I think you could get to go booze for a while at some of the restaurants. Yeah. Well, I mean, now the delivery companies are taking them anyway. So, I mean, really, you could order from Drizzly Uber, you know, a bottle of Jack Daniels to be delivered to you at a park. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Why do you want to even go drive and pick it up? Just get it delivered, man. That helps all of us. Helps you. Helps me. <laughs> Yeah, I just thought that was pretty funny because really that's all I started seeing in my head anyway was underage issues. Okay, yeah. Like how true. many people you're going to get going, yeah, it's for my dad. He's in the shower. Okay. <laughs> yeah, here's his ID. <laughs> you see, he's been dead for three years. Here it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I was going to talk about a bunch of things, but I really wanted, I think that we need to talk about this para thing. Yeah, um, I know that uh, a lot of people are uh, either thinking out loud on what they think happened or they're putting it out there incorrectly. Um, so I thought a quick summary thing. One thing I wanted to mention was uh, one thing that concerned us at Para, just so you all know, um, and we will get to the fact that everything out there that you're hearing is pretty much not correct. And maybe with a lot of people, it's not their fault yet, but they're still reporting and putting things out there that aren't right. And uh, I would just tell all the para users to hang tight because really I, none of us at para have seen anything that resembles full truth. And, and we're all about transparency. So, but 10 weeks ago, we had eight, 800 users on the para app. Okay. That's, and that's, that's, when, crazy. that's when we were just trying to pull data for people and get people's data to them and make sure that they could see everything and make sure, you know, we were just kind of going through some of the original things Para was designed for. And then uh, six weeks after that, we were at 29,000 users of the app. That was four weeks ago. As of today, we're at 189,000. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so we have 189,000 users on this app. Um, obviously, one thing that we saw at Para was, and that we now think is is a thing, is that we worried about growth a little bit with our small team. 
like how growth would be combated because, you know, everybody thinks, well, growth with something is great. Well, it is if you have a big team or the right people to, when you don't have a huge team, you know, like what it really did, people were saying, don't tell people about para, they're going to shut it down. And that's not, that's not it. I mean, it was going to grow organically on its own. But when you see that when para saw 800 or DoorDash, obviously they're not concerned. When they see yeah. 29,000, they're like, okay, that's, you know, that's what, you know, out of the 2 million DoorDashers we have in the country, that's nothing. Right. So whatever. I think when they saw 188, they thought, okay, this is, this is getting a little too far in their growth rate. Our growth rate is about, you know, somewhere between 12 and 2000 new users a day. Yeah. So we're onboarding so many people that, you know, the onboarding process is basically just put in your credentials and you're in because we don't have the facility until you show that you're being a troll or screwing up to do anything. And we're not doing background checks. And, yes, you know, it's just like we're just kind of taking your word at it. And then if you're a troll or something, we have to deal with it. But I don't know. I thought that was a, a pretty huge uh, um thing and one thing that we've already always said to all you para users and this is something doordash should listen to too is that um we both welcome and challenge doordash so this is a challenge to doordash to do exactly what we were doing right to provide full tip transparency because guess what guys if we were getting that from para or if we if we at para were getting that information from doordash and presenting it to you then it you don't even need to really think this one through. The DoorDash has that information. Yeah, they know what you're being paid. They don't want to tell you, which is stupid. Which is stupid, but I mean, they don't want people cherry picking, you know. And it's, I can see what they're kind of saying because I mean, like I'm not on their side, but you know, they can't. It's a fine line that they walk between independent contractors and employees. And now me and you, we want to both be independent contractors. Almost everybody on the Para app wants to remain independent contractors because they want to stay flex and all that. So we're not like pro AB5 and trying to do that, but we believe, and this is something David and I believed long before the tip transparency portion was out, was that we believe that in the gig economy, you are owed every opportunity to know what you're earning and make it make complete responsible decisions for you based on all the information. Yes. That's only fair. Right. Federal and state laws that address independent contractors all say, all of them say that independent contractors are allowed to use any, all and any tools they want without the permission of the of the middleman company that's giving them the gig. Okay. So I'm allowed as an independent contractor, whether it be old school type before app-based platforms or whatever, I'm allowed to use whatever I want to make to make my job as smooth and as quick and as efficient as I want. Yeah, to make the most educated decision on that job. So therefore the terms of service with DoorDash that we all click, I agree, update. Okay, well, now this gets a little confusing because, 
Um, they can say in there that, well, we don't want you using third-party apps. Okay, well, now you're... So if you do that, you're going against what you spent all your money on Prop 22 for because you're saying that we're not independent contractors. Right. <laughs> and if you do that, you dropped, you know, whatever, all that money on Prop 22 to make sure it flipped AB5. Well, okay, well, now it did. Now you're going against that. And they know it. They know it because they... Really, if they wanted to stop you from using the Para app, they wouldn't have had to even try and scrape Para. They could have just said, listen, if you fall below 80% acceptance, 70%, whatever it is, yep. make up a number. And if you fall below that, you can't work on the platform. Problem is they can't do that because of Prop 22. No. You can't say, have... Dude, they might as well, all, all the apps might as well take acceptance off. They cannot use acceptance against you anymore, at, at least in California for sure. And they're using Prop 22 as their platform around the country. So, I mean, right, really anywhere. They can't say your acceptance is so low, we're kicking you off because independent contractors don't have acceptance ratings. Right. It's just, Man. do you want to take the gig or not? They've kind of pigeonholed themselves. <laughs> Now, David and I discussed the fact that, you know, does that mean that we go to court with DoorDash? Hell no, because they'd just keep it in court for 100 years and we wouldn't yep. win that. We just want to make it very public that federal and state laws and guidelines that talk about independent contractors say you are allowed every tool at your disposal outside of the employer or referring agency. So therefore... I mean, I made a joke to David, like none of us read the DoorDash update. We just click it so that we can have the update. Of course. They, so, okay, they can write whatever they want. And this might be going reaching a little far, but I want to use this as an example. If they put in there, you're giving your firstborn child to us. That's not going to hold up in any court in this world. <laughs> doesn't matter that it's in their TOS. Right. It's just going to be like, no, you can't do that. Which brings... Up the point that I'm trying to make here that you can't just put anything in there. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm an independent contractor who wants to stay one. And it's still, they're fighting for the fact that, hey, listen, we don't have to be completely transparent. Yes, you do. Yes. Yes, 100%. you do. You know, especially when you know those tips. Yeah. Why Why do you think the other apps don't do that? Because I know Grubhub, I mean, as far as I know, when I stopped, I mean, I still do an off and on gig work, but my full-time gig work stopped mid-March. They were not doing that. And Uber wasn't doing it either. So I'm just right. well, why DoorDash has decided to do that. In their own ways, they do, because that's actually part of what's coming up with Paras that we're launching. And we were anyway before this, Grubhub mm -hmm. and Uber Eats into the app. Okay. For transparency. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So they all, they all take advantage of their drivers in a certain way. You're right. But I don't specifically see, cause like with DoorDash, it was like, I knew anything over $7 or seven fifty. chances are there was going to be a higher tip on there. I don't see that with Grubhub and Uber, but they probably control you in different ways. Well, now DoorDash is having to do, they've actually people see, here's another misconception that I've heard people say a lot. Glad you actually mentioned that because people are saying that uh, DoorDash caught us, that they found our patch and that they scraped it. No, they didn't. What they did was they separated the subtotal and the tip. Mm -hmm. 
so that what the piece of information and data that we need, the data node we need, is only reading the subtotal of the order, order minus the tip. Okay. And so they actually didn't find us. And so instead they reprogrammed it so you don't see the tip until after you do the delivery. Mm. Which is what I was pointing out to you. They literally had to change the entire nation's market due to yes. Para. Yeah. So and- we at Para consider that a win. Now, yep. David and I were talking and it's still... They took us down in that round, so it's one, it's one to zero at the end of the first inning. Yep. But it's the yeah, first inning, man. I mean, we're not even close to done. And we got a lot more coming. I mean, the DoorDash thing alone, people have kind of, I think, misheard or misinterpreted what's going on because when I talk to people, they're like, yeah, you're going to do some estimate. And they make it sound very belittling, but really – Guys, we've been doing this and trying it, and our estimates are pretty close. Like we're running about not 85, 90% close with telling you through the app, this is a good one for you to take. I love people that talk shit about something that's free that helps them make them more money. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. And you got to think some are trolls, but then some just aren't. They're just assholes. Dude, dude the Facebook group, I mean, sweet jesus it is it is like the the shit show of shit shows on there i read some of these comments and i'll read a post and there'll be like 75 comments i'm like oh my gosh what is going on i know and and, you know like to those people i i'd like to say you know like instead of slamming para why don't you why don't you uh take a minute and give us some applause and some kudos to the team that did that brought you para for free and made you a lot more money. <laughs> that no, let me interject. That being said, there have been a lot of positives on there too. It's it's oh, not, I know. not just negative, but people are saying, leave them alone. They'll figure it out. I mean, this is tech stuff. This isn't something you just like fix overnight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So calm down. Right, but at the same time, like on even on our app chat, I mean, we're shutting that down right now because it's gotten so bad. Oh, I'm it was sure. getting bad before this happened. Because we weren't, we were so busy, we weren't even really focused on it. But with the growth of 800 to 188,000 people, the Mm -hmm. general chat, not the each market, but the general chat was getting out of hand. It had, I think you know this, it had been overrun like any chat room can if you don't have moderators. Oh, you have to have moderators. Right. Because then if you don't, and all the time moderators, if you don't, people who have been kicked off. Twitter, Facebook, those kind of things. They have groups of people that also have. And when they find a chat that's not moderated, they just tell all their troll friends and they troll and come in and hate on everything. And yeah, all the things they were kicked off every other platform for. Exactly. They started doing on yours. And that's kind of where that one was. So um, yeah, lots of misinformation out there. Uh, so obviously everybody knows the tip transparency is down. Um, and uh, we are doing two updates for para. I'm looking at my notes just to make sure that I get this right. Cause I don't want to get it wrong. One is this Thursday and one will be in two weeks. Um, Grubhub, Uber eats earnings tracker and the temporary DoorDash fix, which will be, a prediction from us basically of whether or not our algorithm thinks you should take that trip based on the area, the day, the time, the restaurant, 
the amount of the subtotal of the order, things like that based against the previous ones that we've had that showed big tips. We'll be able to tell you this is, we think very accurately, like nine out of 10 times basically will be right, that this is a trip worth taking. The only thing that you won't see while, and this again, this is just to be fixed by Thursday to be able to have this. And then we're still working on getting the patch back. But the bottom line is, is the only thing you won't be able to see that really could affect you is the unicorn tips. But those aren't as prevalent as just good tips. Like yeah, you I won't, you won't see an $80 tip on a $10 order anymore, no. but that's, that's, I mean, you might, and you probably won't even see something like that come up as we think you should take this because we don't have that information. We would see a $10 order from somewhere and go, probably not. Right. So it actually, there might be those unicorn cases that those you're just going to have to guess on. We can't do that right now. So you, so you do have a goal of trying to figure out a workaround to get back to the original, what, what para was. Or if they just decide that they, I mean, dude, we're kind of, one thing we're kind of hoping on is that enough dashers complain that, hey, you changed even your pathetic tip transparency <laughs> to pathetic minus 100. Right. And now, what the hell? Right. That would be sweet. Because that is going to start happening tomorrow. I mean, starting tomorrow, you're going to see this is a $3 ride. Okay, well, what's my tip? We'll tell you after you do it. And I think their stance is, you know, restaurant patrons don't tip till the end. You don't need to know that tip till the end. And uh, every other app tip pre-tips up front. Grab right. Up. But, but also, it, you know, they're, they're walking a very fine line because of this employee IC thing. And if they know the full amount, they are then withholding it on purpose so that the worker doesn't have the information they need to base their decision on to take the order. Well, then it's going to, it's going to turn worse then like they're yes. going to make people even more pissed. And that's what I'm thinking. Almost. They don't mind. They're at 2 million drivers. Now I'm thinking maybe they're going through some weeding process where they're like, let some fall off. Okay. I, it's just a guess of mine. Yeah. It, it, it's very possible. Cause like you're, you're actually making it worse. You're going to piss people off even more. <laughs> right. I mean, like we've said, we will keep doing this for people at Para. However, we challenge DoorDash to do it themselves. Yeah, that's your goal. That's your end you know goal. What? You know what, DoorDash? Why don't you do it? Right. We did it with just four people. Four, four of us did this whole thing and made it so that every Para or every DoorDash user could see the tip. Right. So that means you guys not only have that information, you've had the ability to make that a possibility forever. Is from the beginning. Yeah. And you yeah. have chosen not to do that. So we're hoping that they get yelled at a lot this week and have to bring the tip portion back, thinking that we'll just kind of fall off. But our patch is still there. So for all the people out making videos saying our patch was was discovered and ripped down, no, it wasn't. They changed their whole platform based on our patch because they right. couldn't find it. They couldn't find it. <laughs> now, how great would it be if everyone just stopped doing DoorDash? I mean, like, go to Grubhub, go to Uber Eats, like, just stop do, stop using it. Maybe yeah. they'll get the, the the notice that, like, hey, we need to get our shit together. This isn't right. 
Well, and that's why David and I are going to be uh, working this week. And hopefully by end of this week, if not by the very beginning of next week, we will have a published uh, press release out for everybody to read. And also it will be sent to a lot of our friends who are in news, um, who are in big news, San Francisco Chronicle, some big papers, Denver Post, uh, Miami Herald, uh, Chicago Tribune. We have friends at all those agencies and we're getting it out to all of them. So the That'll same day that we post it, it's going to be in their hands. And hopefully it'll be a huge slap on DoorDash. Huge. Okay. Because to find, I mean, again, it's going to be one of those things that they just don't want attention for. We rip our drivers off. Mm-hmm. People have started hearing that enough where they understand we really do get ripped off. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that people are kind of getting sick of it. And they and you might get people who are like, oh, well, then screw DoorDash. I'll go to Grubhub. Again, it's not like Grubhub's so much better, but great. Go to Grubhub, go to Uber Eats, get off DoorDash till they, because we figured out a way to show you the full tip and they let it go on for a while until we got to almost 200,000 people. Right. 200,000 users that they started seeing, okay, well, that's a lot of people, a lot of our dashers. Let's, now let's deal with it. Well, let's talk about the elephant in the room too. Them encouraging their customers to leave a tip. I mean that that needs to be a conversation with the customer in the app. They're like, hey, these guys are driving around. They're using their own car. This is important for them to tip, not just like offer a percentage or whatever, but like literally have a pop up for a while, maybe for three months, and says, hey, unfortunately, or or maybe if you don't tip, it says, hey, unfortunately, we you know. You can not tip, but my, you know, your chances of getting this food delivery in a timely manner are, are, I mean, aren't going to happen. Now, I know it seems suicide for a company to do that, but I mean, seriously, let's have a conversation about that. Well, because I mean, they'll just say, well, but they'll just say that, you know, you can't encourage it. You can't like push the tip down people's throats. And then they'll say that, you know, plus why would they even do that? Because they don't care. I know they don't. Yeah, that's true. They With don't 2 care. million drivers, they don't care if yeah, you get tipped care. or not. Yeah, but they do, they do care when you go to Chipotle at 8 p.m. and there's 40 orders that are going to get thrown in the dumpster because they didn't get taken. I mean, that's yep. now now they, they've lost that because they're refunding the money to the customer. So they got to care about that. Yeah. Or there's just too many dumbasses that will take the $3 orders, which is incredible to me that someone would do that. Yeah, I mean... I saw that, uh, you know, even like right now, I saw under scrutiny that I was going to bring up tonight was that, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with GoPuff. Yes, uh, it was supposed to launch at Grand Rapids pre-pandemic, and then it never did. I was so, signed up and everything. GoPuff is getting creamed right now for ripping off their workers. Really? Creamed, dude. Like, it's basically coming out to like $3 an hour. Oh? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't re- I haven't heard because they're they're basically as untransparent as a company can be. Oh no. It's like just go do this and we'll pay you some money. We don't know like, how much, yeah. but <laughs> we'll let you know next week. <laughs> I mean, it's really sad, but um let's see the updates. Uh oh, the Para YouTube channel too. Make sure that people are staying tuned in with that and sign up for it cuz David was doing some uh, videos on on Facebook group, but he's going to be just doing short one to two minute videos almost daily for the next like two to three weeks. 
just kind of okay. saying like what giving everybody quick updates, nothing in nothing in detail, but just trying to keep the pair of users happy knowing that we're still doing things so that you know that's good i mean everyone likes communication right i mean yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what kind of service you're getting um we just had i mean just a quick example we just got family pictures taken on june 5th she said she'd have them in a week it is now july what is it the 12th we still don't have them crickets 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 finally emailed today like oh my editor quit on me blah 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 like well could you have said that yeah, like we would exactly. Be, we're, we're patient people. We're compassionate people. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry you're struggling with that. You know what? Get it, get it to us when you can. It's it's no big deal. Communication is key. So letting pair users know this is what's going on. You don't have to go in super details, but maybe a once a week video or anything like that would be helpful. Yeah, I agree with you, man. And like when I when I do things like you were saying with pictures and I got my son, you know, it's hard once it gets to a certain point of time too to keep it in your memory bank. Exactly. Like by that time, you're probably starting to forget she even did it. Right. I mean, and then she ago. emailed you and you're like, oh, yeah, right. That thing. What the heck? You know, it's like, <laughs> where are my pictures? You know, it's right. So, I mean, I get that. Um, let's see. So the independent contractor status. Uh, oh, I, I did want to say let's everybody. There are some door dashers out there who are very against para. I don't know if you've seen the Reddit stuff. Oh yeah, you saw the whole on Twitter too. Those those couple of trolls, and I started yeah. going hard in the paint, and then finally I just blocked that guy because I was like, "All right, I'm done with this." But there on the there's one main group that was being pretty cool about it on Reddit, and now if you put the word "para" in, you're kicked out of the group. Really? You write the word "para," you're gone. Wow! Doesn't even matter what context you put it in. If you put "para" in your comments, you're gone. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I'm a linger in a lot of those groups. I get a lot of my content, a lot of content from it, but I've never posted in there. Yeah, no, I'm just surprised that like, that's the kind of way they're going to run a group. Like, I mean, that's, that's basically saying, Hey, let, listen, let's not talk about that. Remember? Cause that tells everybody what they should make. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't want to talk about that. If you're, if you're an actual independent gig worker, why wouldn't you want to make more money? Like there's, there's one guy on Twitter too. I, I still follow him cause he was not mean about it. I think it's DoorDash master or whatever. And he's yeah. just like, blah, blah, blah. You're greedy. I'm like, I saw that. We, yeah. Yeah. Like how are we greedy? Like if they would just tell us what it was, that would be fine. We're not being greedy. We're just using every available oppor- you know, tool to make as much money. Why wouldn't you want to do that? So from what I know, it wasn't from him. It wasn't from uh, the DoorDash master. But from what I know about from somebody like him, who also I talked, who I actually talked to and said, well, why are you so against Para? He's like, because it made so many people come onto the app and just sit at home and cherry pick. And I'm oh. thinking, did it though? I mean, like, it made a lot of people come to the Para app who were dashers, but I don't think we got people by the droves and hundred thousands signing up for DoorDash because of Para. It was more like DoorDashers learned about Para and used it. Yeah, exactly. They're already door dashing. They already have the skills. Like I have the skill to try to get the best order possible. Yeah. Was I always right? Was I always the best? No, I wasn't. And Para just gave me a next level up to be better that's all it was i was already out there doing the work right exactly 
And it lets you, it lets you, it, and you know, I mean, what bottom line people is it lets you earn more in a shorter period. Yeah. Why would you hate that? You know, I mean, like every, we were brought up, at least I was, you know, work and I work, I've always worked hard too, but work smart, not hard. Exactly. But you sometimes have to work very hard too, but like working smart means use everything at your disposal to make your money. Right. You know, I mean, again, people, this is your business. You know, this, you don't work for DoorDash. If you did, they would make that, they would make that uh, acceptance rating matter. You're done. So, because I mean, I know a guy in Austin who's got a 5% acceptance rating. Yeah. And has done about a thousand dashes. Right. So that's, I mean, if you do that math, dude, that means he's turned down a ton. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I have a question. Um, you know the the duh, the driver utility helper. How come DoorDash doesn't get their panties in a bunch about that? What do you mean? You you know what that app is? No. So basically, it's an app. It doesn't tell you tips, but it basically declines and accepts things. Uh, oh, where you can like set parameters. Yeah, and I think Para is probably going to do something like that if I had to guess. But I'm that's my opinion, Steve. My, that's my, my opinion, <laughs> <not> fact. <laughs> right, Maestro actually did that and the new maestro is actually doing that again too yeah where you can set your parameters saying like i don't want to go more than this many miles i don't want to make less than this and they've got all kinds of filters you can set yeah i used it this year uh towards the end of did it work i loved it i loved it it worked i mean every once in a while it bugged out but I mean, it's technology, right? It's going to bug out every once in a while, but I loved it. Like I was like, nothing under $7, nothing more than a dollar a mile. That's how I set it up. Well, my guess is right now today, that app doesn't work. That's a good point. Because what they did to us would affect them directly. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Because now they they can't get that same note of information that says, yeah, this fell in your filters. They won't know anymore. They'll just be like, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't really follow anything about them. I used it when I was working. Then I it was I paid ten dollars a month for it, and I was happy to pay it. Yeah, uh, but, but I just canceled it because I, you know, I I was going to fire it up this fall. But yeah, I don't know. That's a that's good a point. that's a good thing that you brought up because maybe maybe that's somebody we should get in touch with. Hundred percent. And be like, yo, you guys still getting a read or did right, this go down for they're, you? And- they're scraping that data of like how much. <laughs> how much the you know i don't know if they could see the t- the the extra tip but they at least could tell you that this order is only going to be seven dollars and it's going to be 89 cents a mile you jason doesn't want that one so we're not even going to send it to him right so which is still pulling the the para or the doordash data though 100 percent. i mean they're, they're still doing. in there but maybe they're pulling it from the subtotal but i would imagine that somewhere in there Based on fil- if you're using filters and stuff, it includes the tip too, and they were going after the same thing we were. Yeah, I, it might be it might be worth me- you know reaching out to them. I don't you know. know. Maybe it's just a little different because in our app, it popped down and you actually saw a number for the tip. Right, like yeah. eighty dollars. Whoa! <laughs> As you drive off the road, <laughs> right. I mean, like there's probably again I haven't used it. You have, but like again, theirs doesn't do that. Yeah. Correct. Theirs just and, says, hey, you set a bunch of filters and this falls in your parameter. Take this. 
And I actually have to really congratulate uh, everyone at Para that was able to get an iOS app because unfortunately the driver utility helper is Android only. So I would run an Android phone. I have an iPhone and an Android. I don't okay. sit on my desk right now. I turn it off while I'm not, you know, it's a pixel. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I couldn't believe when Para was on iOS too. I'm like, how in sweet baby Jesus did, did that work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's just... Uh... You know, I really think it's clean code. I don't think it's necessarily about what you're doing because we heard a lot of horror stories with, you know, you can submit anything to Google Play and they'll put it up. Yeah. Anything. Like your app cannot work and they'll put it up almost. They don't care. Right. But with Apple, they're very hardcore. So be careful. And they only allow a certain amount of submissions in in a certain amount of time. They allow one correction. We got it through on the first try. Wow. So maybe they just kind of, I mean, I don't know what, you know, I still have a screenshot cause it went, it went back down, but we got up to uh, two weeks ago. If you went to the iOS store and typed in para and then hit para and we're looking at the app before you downloaded it, we were number nine in business. Oh, geez. <laughs> That's pretty big for the country. Yeah, it is. To be That's number weird. nine in all business apps. Right. Like right now we're at about 27 or 36. I mean, it went right back up a bit, but we're still in the top hundred. Yeah. That's saying something. It really does. I mean, like I know that when we were nine, it was when all, I mean, when, when we went from 29 to 180. Right. Of course. I mean, that's just the usage was just going through the roof. Yeah. But, no, it, it's great that you got, maybe it's because it's, you know, iOS protects their users, their users data. And you're not really asking for, you're asking for DoorDash's data, but you're not asking for our personal stuff. So maybe it was easier to get through or something. I don't know. No, that's, and that's a good point. You know, I actually, I had to bring this up and uh, to David too, and I'm going to bring it up to you because it's kind of funny. Um, so I showed my son, like I was telling you about the chat room for Para. Yeah. Um, and it's so out of control. I mean, there was sexual assault. There was religious assault. There were dick pics. There were, oh I my mean, it God. was, it was going through the roof. So, but there was some stuff that was just bad. And I was showing my son, like a, I took a screenshot. So you didn't have to see the live feed in case it changed. Right. And I said, look at this. It gets really bad. And he or what, what was it? The next day he said to me, you were right. It got way worse. And I was like, huh? And he downloaded the app. Oh. And he's 14. Oh, no. He made a fake name, and you only, need, you only needed your phone number to verify it. Wow. Whoopsie. So, like, you know, I mean, like, that kind of was an eye-opener to us, too, because I said to David, dude, we can't have, fuck, 14-year-olds on here. No, you can't. <laughs> Especially with the sexual, racial, and all this other assault that was happening. But no. the chat room's coming down this week, so it's gone. Yeah, I think it, take it down and revamp it with moderators and some parameters. And I think my advice to David was that we just go to regional. Mm. The general chat for the entire United States was getting out of hand. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, to be to honest, why wouldn't you just want to talk with people in your region anyway? True, very good point. I very mean, we point. created the general chat for like, once all the markets were launched so that you could look at yours and go, wait, why am I hearing about all these others? And maybe get in general chat and throw out a question like, Hey, is anybody in Louisville, Kentucky? 
because right. I'm only making this and I keep hearing that other people are making this. I'm looking for some reality. And we kind of thought it might be a place where not many people would hang, but they might go in there for market to market questions. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think, but I think we need to go to regional. I think we need no general chat. And, uh, um, yeah, uh, I guess the other, the, the real big thing I wanted to say though, is like you were saying about the group and like I was saying about chat was that it's just really disturbing how many people. And again, like you said, there are so many people praising us and telling people to shut up or whatever, Yeah. but there's a certain amount of trolls in Facebook and there's a certain amount of trolls on, uh, um, on our chat. And I think that, I think that the troll number multiplied by like 50 when the, when the app went down. Oh and yeah. That was, that was really sad to me because that wasn't just new trolls. That was people who were using the app and happy getting bitter about our, about your free app, making you more money for months being down again, not off, not shut down but just offline because we hit a snag with a company that is a million times our size. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't understand it. And maybe it's the lazy people that they were making more money and now they don't want to actually, you know, think about what they're doing. I mean, come on. I mean, I know it's an easy job, but there is still some thought process involved with it. You do have to be somewhat knowledgeable and skill-based on doing that you can't just throw the app on and just do whatever and maybe those people were the lazy people and they were like now i can't make my money i have to actually go out and work longer i don't know but people right. are just fixed anyways i mean it's the same way that you and i have always talked about rideshare though like yeah. you know you don't the first day if you could start complaining about i didn't make crap well you don't know yet you need to it's like anything dude the, the, these companies can't provide you training videos or else they'd be an employer Right. So they except, can't, except they can't I had help to watch you. The, I had to watch the one on Uber. Yeah. Nine videos. Yeah. And lifted that a couple of years ago too, about sexual assault. Yeah. Which is, I'm <laughs> totally fine. I, I think it's an important topic, but I mean, like if you're not going to make like, wait a minute, doesn't this violate the, the yeah. contractor thing? I don't know. I started thinking maybe cause it wasn't business related. Maybe. And it wasn't basically provided by Uber. It was like the yeah the third Rainier or Rainier yeah. But I mean, like, like I started thinking, like maybe it's maybe it's not about how to earn and all this. It's telling you, dude, we need to talk sexual assault. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's the only way I could find around that to make any sense. Is that it just yeah. had to be that? I don't know, but um, you know, to everybody out there, Para is down right now. Yes. Um, Para is Thursday launching uh, an update and in two weeks, an update Grubhub, Uber Eats, uh, earnings tracking, which we've had a ton of people bothering us about. Um, you know, why did this stop working? Well, we got it back working. And I know now you might be going, well, now DoorDash doesn't work. We're going to still have the DoorDash thing on there telling you what, what we think. And we, we recommend that you try it at least. I mean, at least try it. Yeah. And see, like, you know, are we re recommending to you correctly? Heck, help us out, you know? Yeah. We're still growing, too, and we always are up for information. So if you learn something like, hey, this isn't predicting carefully, let us know. Because we're trying to build and build and build. But, uh, um, yeah, it, you know, a lot of people have counted us out. And I don't think that that's a good assessment. 
obviously people can believe what they want. Um, and if you want to believe all the scare tactics out there and whatnot, but we're working really hard. What I will say is this, um, we did it once before with DoorDash and they couldn't stop us for 10 weeks. And right. yes, people, well, there's a lot of people who ask this. Yes. They were very much aware that we were out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and as we grew, they were very much aware, but it took them 10 weeks and then people say, oh, they finally got you. They shut you down. They didn't. They changed right. their whole platform because of us. So we did something right in the beginning, and none of us have show, said that we're done. So have a little faith here and give us a little time, and you might find us plugged right back in. I want to throw something out there, too, what I think is happening. I've noticed on the Facebook groups that some people's apps haven't updated some people don't have automatic updates up and they'll be like, oh, my pair is working fine. Is that something? I mean, I know you shut it down, but literally this morning they said it was working fine. Like I saw it on the group. So, I mean. Well, I think that what they're seeing is they're seeing the DoorDash tip. Okay. You know how DoorDash, again, still that hasn't quite changed yet, but it's going to like probably tomorrow how this views. But right now it's still viewing the old way. So it would still show you that partial tip and they're saying, Oh, I'm seeing it in para too. Okay. But you're not okay. seeing like, I saw somebody put out a challenge to say, show me the DoorDash ticket and show me the para app saying that you are going to get more. Right. Well, I think this is where the communication comes in maybe from para to say, Hey, this app is down. Like, put a notice or pin it in that group and say, it's not, we're not, you're, you're not getting the information from para. It is down currently. Um, because then I think that's what confuses a lot of people because people are like, Oh, it works fine for me, even though they're wrong. Right. You know what I mean? And so then it just, again, we talked about the communication at the beginning, like maybe it's a daily video. It only has to be one minute. Like, Hey, it's still down. This is what we're working on. And I know they're busy too, but I mean, again, if people see that stuff, they're less likely to be assholes or, I mean, maybe they're going to be an asshole regardless, but. Um, I have to think a lot of those people are new though, because people true. that use the para app know, okay, it's here's not. the DoorDash stuff. If it's matching. Okay. It's pretty para is not up because it's not, right. it's just it, the same thing. That's a good point. It may be new people that, yeah, if you've used it before, you realize that it's not working. <laughs> I mean, the amount of new people we see per day is pretty crazy. So, like, I used to think even for a while that, why are you people, like, yelling about this now? But I realized they're, like, literally, I thought some even were lying. Like, I just joined. <laughs> I'm like, bull crap. But I think they just did. We're onboarding yeah. that many people who are like, now what do I do? Is this right. safe? Like, I can't tell you how many times in the chat I've seen, is this safe? Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, and then if I don't respond quickly, because we don't fully moderate it, and I was just getting in there lately, but if I don't respond quickly, other people do, and they put weird answers or whatever. They'll put, it's safe. They just sell your data to China. That's why I need to turn that Facebook group <laughs> into all the all the questions have to be approved before they put out. You know, yeah. it's annoying. I hate that because there's a group I'm in too that I've had. I put a question out and it got kicked out. Like they wouldn't post it. I'm like, what the frick? They're like, oh, go to see our terms of service or or go see our FAQ. You know, so that was annoying, but also eliminates a lot of the trolls and and those kind of things. Yeah, I almost suggest. I actually a few times suggested you guys should start a different group. Yeah, to the troll types who yeah. also some of them might be using the app, but they're just. <coughs> I mean, like I, I've had people email me and complain 
you know, like, is this for dating? I don't really get it. Cause there's people on there asking if they can fuck each other or, Hey, can I, you know, it's, it's, it's so crazy to me that like, really like I'm, it's, it's, embar- it's the chat is embarrassing or was a week ago, like to go in there because I yeah. would see one noobs question and they just devour him. If I didn't get in there. Yeah. Like, get out of here, newbie. This thing doesn't work, and it's not for you. Beat it, punk. And, like, right. F you, and then and then dick pics, and naked, and, you know. Well, hope everyone has learned that you need moderators in any group. This is 2021. Doesn't matter what group you're in, you need some sort of restrictions. I mean, it just, it just has to be that way, unfortunately. And with 188,000 users... It almost needs to be moderated twenty four seven by a lot of by a few moderators. Oh yeah, because that it's chat moves people. so quick. It's like, it's like yeah, you need fifteen to twenty moderators, right? And we're nowhere. We don't even have, we have four people on our whole team, right? <laughs> no, you need to like volunteer people or ask right. For and we've had some that volunteer and stuff. We just right. weren't quite there. Yeah, I totally get that. I think for right now, the best plan is just to pull it down. But but like I said, David's going to be doing updates on video. David and I are going to be putting out a big release that's actually going to be an eye-opener, and it's also going to question whether or not DoorDash is actually breaking the law. Yeah, I've seen that get posted a few times. But we're going to do it in a very, very big way that we have tried to avoid because we didn't want attention to the Para app. However, now that this has happened, game on. Yeah, who cares now? Yeah, I mean, because we're still going to come back, but game on. You guys want to do this? Let's talk. Yeah. Again, I've put out, I've put out the challenge. You know, DoorDash, release full tip transparency, or else we will. Right. You know, we already did, and we're now going to release like an estimator, and then in a few weeks we'll be back to showing the full transparency anyway. So you can either yeah. do it yourself, DoorDash, or we'll do it for you. Yeah, here's your here's your break. Here's your couple week break of opportunity to change your tune, and and then after we figure it out, because you'll eventually figure it out. I mean, absolutely. It, then we're gonna be by, right back at it. So, you know, but Grubhub and Uber Eats coming on the platform this week are pretty big. Um, I know the earnings estimator is something you can run even if you're using DoorDash and not wanting to use Para, because it starts telling you that you're you know what how much you're spending as to how much you're making. Okay. So like, you know, Hey, you're, you're putting in too many miles or Hey, you're, so you might start kind of adjusting. Like I need to take shorter trips. I need Hmm. to. And so in its own way, that's almost a a great teaching tool. Yeah. Can I, can, and maybe you can't answer this. And and I know it's been brought up a ton of times about para as just like, as a user, why aren't you charging for it? Like, wouldn't that a nice cash flow kind of give you guys a little, maybe we can bring on another coder. Like maybe we can bring on um, someone to moderate or something like that. Even if it was like a dollar a month or something, just, just to get a little breathing room. So last week I had David on the podcast okay. and by the end of it, I got into it with him because he's been asked a few times mm-hmm. on videos and I've even been on somewhere he's asked and I'm on it too. And, yeah. and he's asked and he's like, well, you know, I confronted him. Okay. I was like, I was like, look, dude, not monetizing with commercials, not this, but at some point here soon, yeah. we need to start charging people for the service because what people don't understand is like when the, when it, before we had it 
in the app where you'd see the tip and you were getting texts, our phone company contacted Para and said, hey, you guys are going through way too many texts, which I didn't even know was a thing anymore. And so well, they yeah, started when you're doing when, when one driver is getting like, <laughs> I don't know, 75 texts just from para a day. Right. So that's like, and that's still our emergency backup. So if the app were to go down, it still goes back to text. And actually, I mean, people would be shocked how much that costs. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I was shocked when David told right. me, he's like, dude, per day, it's like, I'm like, whoa. And that's when we had less users. So, but we've had to go through things like, you know, like we had a server or two. We had to go through like going to some of David's old friends from when he was in Vegas as an Uber ops manager um, of using like a server farm that can constantly expand to our need. Okay. So like right now we're with, you know, we have a server company that charges us accordingly too, based on how many people are on all the time and, and how much of their bandwidth and stuff they have to give up. And so everything's in place to work. And I pointed out to David you know, even with angel investors and things of that nature that started us up, it's time to, you know, I said Maestro right out of the gate was charging nine ninety nine, right? Or I think or ninety nine a year, either one you wanted. Yeah, you know, I and I, it, I think it brings the legitimacy to <coughs> a company when you do charge. I mean, don't don't rake people over the coals, but you know, when you pay for it. And and maybe that's why they're not because then someone may expect more from it. Like if it does go down, people get fussy. I want my money back. But when you're talking a couple of dollars here and there, I mean, you guys, it's it's one delivery. Uh, a exactly. Month. You exactly. know, it, it, it's pennies. And uh, so what? I, but what I had said to David was, we don't have to go to the maestro. I think here's here's what happened is that when we started Para and David and I were working on all these ideas, it was about you know, like worker data and all these other things. And it was even called autonomy.jobs. It wasn't Para yet. But when it became Para, it was like we had an idea and we almost tripped and fell into tip transparency. Mm. I mean, we've always been about transparency, but like specifically tip transparency with DoorDash, it just happened to be something that Jeff, our programmer, kind of strolled upon while working on a bunch of other things we were wanting to do. And it was like, I got, wait a minute, I think I might have this figured out. And we didn't realize the growth rate was going to be so big, so quick. Uh, and we were still in that phase of like, we didn't feel right charging people for a non-perfected system. Well, Uber's, well, I'll say you don't pay for Uber, <laughs> but there's plenty of apps I use out there that are like I top know. of the line that I pay for that don't work all the time. <laughs> right. And I mean, and I, I got to tell you, I'm with you because that's what happened on the last podcast as I brought it up to David. But I mean, like, you know, he was a, of the nature like, well, we go down in cities for a few minutes. Like, I don't, and then people are already complaining. I'm like, so let them pay a dollar. Like you said, a dollar and complain. They're right. still going to complain. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, if you charge, and if and if they're not getting the worth out of it, then they won't pay for it. Right? They'll just stop using. But it. like you just said, dude, one ride and you're you pay for it. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I told David, I said, why not till the end of the year say to people, listen, you know, either we put a donate button up or just charge people a dollar for the rest of the year. Yeah, and just say if you get on this dollar plan any time between now and December you'll be locked into forever $5, even if we yeah. go up to 10. Yeah, even the donate button. I think I've even seen people say, you know, David, put your cash app out there or your Venmo or whatever. We want to help you. You know what I mean? And, and I, I told him it. that was a great challenge. 
I said, do yeah. it. Let's see if they really do. Yeah. yeah. You know, everybody, it's easy to talk. Of course. It's easy to say, I'll give $500 if they keep the sap up. Right. Would you? Yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, 500 No, no, no. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> these people who make all these claims, really, right. would you? Because yeah. let's say we do. do would you? Are you going to? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, think how think how far that it would take us if even just every person on, on a donate button, like on the first, they download Para and they're a little sketched out because they're even if they've heard great things, they're a little worried. Like, does this put me in jeopardy? I get right. all that, but then they do the first one and they whatever they make uh, that they wouldn't have seen or something like. If let's say they took half of the extra part of the tip that they don't think they would have made without Para. Mm-hmm. on just that first trip and donated it. Can you imagine the amount of money that would come in that would allow us to buy servers, to have moderators, to... Yeah, probably be a half million dollars. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was saying to David, you know, it's not like it needs to come in every day, but like whatever kicks it up to the next level. Right. You know, but I mean, we we're facing so many hurdles, but at the same time, it's like, we were the, you know, we were inches from launching Grubhub and Uber Eats while DoorDash was still up. We held off on the update, which will now do go this week. So those are going to come back. DoorDash can come back. And then I think even the door, I even think the DoorDash amount will come back because unless DoorDash wants to stick with a platform where drivers don't get to know any of the tip until after they've completed their dash. That's I, I, I don't know what kind of service you're going to get with that. That's Postmates. That they've all they always did that until Uber bought them. Like I, I ran Postmates a few times up here. They don't tell you shit, like, right? But, but then you probably didn't do it as much. No, I probably did like maybe twenty five Postmates, and when it was in, so incredibly slow, everything else, I was like, all right, I'll take it. And then no tip, nothing. Yeah. One. Well, most of them, if I'm, I mean, I I don't use all of them, but most of them have don't have the flow screen that DoorDash does for tipping. Is as far as like if you're checking out, yeah, I think you have to go back and tip. I don't think so. I mean, like I've Uber Eats, trouble. like does it have a flow screen where before you place your order? Yes, it does. Okay, yeah, now now that's relatively new with Uber. Probably in the last, maybe just around the pandemic, they changed that. But Grubhub has always been that way. They ask for the flow, the tip up front before you check out every time. So I wonder why it's always the DoorDash customers that tip. What do you mean? I mean, even like what we've seen in our statistics, DoorDash tippers tip more. The unicorn tippers are much more likely to be found on DoorDash. Interesting. Um, You know, you don't see $80 tips on Uber Eats and Grubhub. Huh. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I've never gotten it. Maybe it's just because, maybe it's just because so many more people use DoorDash. I mean, more people use DoorDash than Grubhub and Uber Eats combined. Right. That's probably it. That's probably you know, so. I mean, but, that's that could be a big portion, but I mean, honestly, uh, and I know we're getting close to wrapping up, but during the pandemic, like I ran as much as I hated DoorDash because they were the cheapest orders. I kind of, you know, with that utility app and then para, like I kind of switched to almost all DoorDash because it was busier. Yeah, I declined a, a shit ton, but. I would get more work on those. So I'm like, I'm going to kind of go where the work is. And then when, now that I can not have to actually touch my phone to decline, 
shitty tips. I mean, it was, it was like, I stayed on DoorDash because Grubhub and obviously you guys are working on bringing that stuff, but Grubhub Maneuver, it didn't, I didn't have an app that did that for me. So on those, can you go back and change the tip? So Uber, yes. I don't think you can on Grubhub. So you can, you can, you can, you can bait a little bit with fake tip and go back and I have had twice where they've reduced the tip on Uber, but they never like brought it to zero. I don't know for whatever reason I didn't perform to their liking and they may take two or three dollars off. But out of Or they just knew they were gonna do it. Yeah, that could be. And maybe (laughs) maybe Uber doesn't let you reduce it all the way to zero. Maybe you only can go fifty percent or something. But don't I mean I've done maybe three or four hundred Uber Eats and I think it's only happened twice. Okay. So Yeah, because it's I don't know, it's it's pretty crazy. Like I, I would think that I don't like that feature either, but I know that if you take away that fe- feature to change tips that then people call in for a free delivery altogether. Yeah. Like if the little, if you're two minutes late, if one thing was wrong in your order. Yes. You know, and I understand getting a wrong order. None of us like it, but like if you order 10 items and one's not right, it doesn't mean the whole order's trashed and you should get everything for free. So that's interesting you bring that up because I've had a couple instances on DoorDash. They don't give you everything for free. Like they just credit whatever the meal is. Like I had some cold wings once and they're like, all right, we'll give you an $8 credit. I mean, it wasn't like they gave me, they've never given me a whole meal credit ever. Because Uber Eats has given Max and I, my son and I. Really? Uh, yeah. They'll, in fact, we've complained twice. And this isn't, obviously, you know me, this isn't, uh, they're the only ones we've used. I don't use DoorDash. I don't use Grubhub. I don't okay. know why. I don't like Uber at all, but for some reason, I use Uber Eats. <laughs> That's but, hilarious. Um, yeah, I mean, like we, twice we've gotten like uh, there's a Chipotle near us, about a mile or two miles, and like once we got one coming from like 19 miles away, mm. and I was like trying to cancel it and all this stuff, and by the time it got there, it was cold, and I was trying to cancel it for the driver really more than anything. So I was like, why the hell is this guy bringing this from Westminster? Yeah, why is he taking this? Right. So I was like, what the heck? And so I'm trying to do everything I can. And then I got there and it was freezing cold. They actually got it from the restaurant up in Westminster. So Mm. they got it where they were and drove it 30 miles to us for 30 minutes to us. You know, a lot of the apps do that though. You know that, right? Because they know that there's no one around the other Chipotle. So they're just going to get the driver that's closest to a Chipotle. I have that happen to me all the time. Really? Because this is Denver, dude. There's so many drivers. I mean, like that's the closest you could get. Yeah. I always say the same thing too, because I'll see some (laughs) orders come in and I'm like right next to this restaurant. I'm like, there's one 15 minutes West and I'm not taking this. I'm not driving 15 minutes. I don't care if I'm right here. So I don't know. They all do that, but Anyways, so did you did you complain to Uber and they just yeah I'd call them and say this was cold and I also would complain you're you know you're you're making you made a driver go way out of his way this is ridiculous yeah you know, this driver in no way should be penalized but this is this is not okay you well, know this dumbass. is I would call him a dumbass the driver well maybe it was his first day still I mean common sense says that's I mean yeah I know but what is your what if it's your first order though. I guess. Okay, I mean, you're just fine. like, you know, you're like, I don't know. You know, maybe they don't know. And they're like, maybe that puts me in an area where then I'm going to get more orders. Maybe they don't know all the schematic. Yeah, parts. I'll give it to you if it's his first order. But if it's his <laughs> fifth order, he's dumb. Only the first order. Yeah, you get one freebie. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe he lived over this way. Could be. You're and right. He was That's calling a- it a night. I don't know. That's a really good point. You're right. He's like, I'll just take this one, whatever. I live right where you live. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. But to the customer, that's horrible. Don't show me that, horrible. that there's six Chipotle's in between me and this other Chipotle. And I'm going to yeah. get not only a driver that's that, that's far away, but I'm getting it from that Chipotle. Well, I think a lot of people don't pay attention like we do. You know what I mean? They don't give a shit. They just don't even look at their app. They order the food. It shows up. And yeah, it, they'd be fussy when it's cold. But you figured it out like, oh, what the? why is this happening? Like, no, no, I don't want this. I don't want this. But most people don't even think about it. Right. So I don't know. We're the experts, Steve. I know. We're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, I mean that's kind of where we're at with para. And uh um I don't know. I mean, I guess you know, I was I, another thing I was gonna bring up tonight was that uh drivers coming back on the platform still isn't really happening that big. And I just realized there's 12 more weeks of pandemic pay. I thought I guess I was still thinking that it was like last year where it ended in July. <laughs> No, I think it ends in September, right? Uh, I think it's the end of September because it's it's actually October that it's over. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I haven't been paid attention. I mean, August, September. Yeah, I mean, there's 12 weeks left. Okay. And I thought, I guess I thought it was end of July, which was going to make it so that a lot of rideshare drivers had to come back on the platform before colleges started. Oh. Because that's going to be a weird thing, you know? Yeah. It because is. when colleges start, you need rideshare big time. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, like we know, like, like Larry, you know, Larry's been doing it through all of this. If you ever look at Larry's Instagram account, it's always people partying in his car. Yep. In a good way, not like wrecking yeah, yeah. and trashing, but like fun people. Exactly. And, uh, you know, they're going to need a lot of Larry's to, to well, make rideshare go. They better bring the money because, Steve, I didn't know if I told you, but I went out and drove Lyft about two weeks ago, 10 rides because they were offering me 100 bucks. And I drove so many damn miles to get that, to those 10 rides and that extra 100 bucks. I was like, I'm, going, I'm, I'm doing food delivery. Screw this rideshare shit. Like, they're going to they're gonna have to do something to, to tease me to come back to do rideshare because it was Dude, not. Why? Were, were, what were the encounters like? Well, it, it, I only had one encounter with someone, but I mean, it just the, the amount of extra driving that I did. Like when I do food delivery, I'm because in my there's lift. no drivers. Maybe that could be. I mean, I still kept my parameters. Like I still right. said I wasn't going to take anything over like ten minutes away, so I still kept those parameters. But like, I ended up from uh, my city to way on the other side of the city to south of the city where like when I'm doing food delivery, I'm in my little city and I barely leave five a mile radius the whole time. Like I'm able to stay busy and I don't drive near as much. I don't use as much gas. Right. And I'm dealing with this crabby ass lady that it was raining and she wanted me to drive one foot closer to pick her up. And I told her no. And, and I'm like, she's like, no, come over here. I'm like, I, I can't turn around. I'm stuck. And I was like, I hate this so much. <laughs> did you get the hundred? Oh yeah, I got the hundred. I just did my ten yeah, and yeah. sent me the hundred, and I was like, I'm out. And you did the three for Uber. I haven't gotten that one yet. Really? No. A lot of people in my market <laughs> have gotten it. I have not gotten it. Dude, you should go in the app and email them. What the heck, man? Everybody's getting these hundred dollar for three rides. I want one. I'll come back. I would love to. 
<laughs> I would love to do that. Because as far as I know, I mean, they send they you know they send those out to everybody and they keep sending them. No, I know there's until you take my, it. Like I know I would, but they haven't sent it to me. Weird. Um. Well, yeah, I mean that's kind of where I'm at. Is uh, we've been up to our ears with Paris stuff and a bunch of lies and misinformation and yeah, bunk, bunk YouTube channels and. <laughs> yeah, I guess, like I said, any opportunity that you can tell people to F off and say, hey, you know, go to the YouTube channel, go to Paris YouTube channel. There's where you can find your information. I think that's yeah. be beneficial for you. Well, I hope so. But I mean, I know that the a lot of these YouTubers are going to keep putting out stuff that they want to put out to you for whatever their reasons. They want clicks. Yeah, I know. But it's like, like I was telling you before we came on, you know, like, how far does that get you? I was like, I was saying to Jason before we, before we hit record, you know, like, why wouldn't you just want to tell the truth or say in my opinion or things of that nature? Like you gotta say in my opinion, (laughs) like this is what I'm speculating. It's probably, it could be true. It could be not like that's just being a decent person. Right. I mean, some of the videos say things like I'm just waiting to hear from my connection at para. Right. And I'm like, who's your connection at para? Cause I know everything going on with us right now. And there's not something we're about to tell people. Probably another YouTuber. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. These are YouTubers. No, but it's probably their connection is another YouTuber. Oh, oh I got you. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like some of them claim that they know team para and they're waiting. They're just waiting to hear from us. And, and I'm like, maybe you do. Cause I don't know necessarily that Jeff doesn't. I mean, I know who David and Jimmy know, but. I don't right. Know, you know, Jeff might know, but Jeff really doesn't talk that much to people. So, yeah, <laughs> people are full of shit. But, um, anyways, yeah, well, anyways, well, this was, you know, I'm glad that you were able to come on, but uh, you came on at uh, the blow up moment. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, you answered some questions for me as, as a para user. Uh, and, and, and so I'm, I'm excited that things are still working. I mean, I didn't really know anything either about if it was going to be shut down for good. I doubt it in my head. I was like, yeah. probably not. They're just going to work on it. And it's not, it, this shit takes time, man. Like I, I can't even wrap my head around coding something like that. Like you got to yeah. be like super smart. And it's like, it doesn't just happen overnight. And it's not even just the coding. You got people have to realize, you know, how many meetings we go through of just brainstorming. Right. Like, what if, and then we'd be like, well, no, 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 because if that happened, then you'd get this. And that's what kind of helps Jeff decode it a bit. Yeah. Is even just us having a non-coding, but very thoughtful, like, discussion about it. Right. Where he can go, okay, okay, yeah, that's a good, I got an idea from that. You know, and like him to be able to go, okay, because we address everything. And so the one thing I will say is that Para was never designed to be a DoorDash tip transparency app. Para is going to be a lot of things. Yeah. So don't delete Para yet, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, do what you want, but don't, I, I'm telling you, don't delete it because what you loved about DoorDash, we're about to release some stuff with other companies that you're going to yeah. love. And then we're going to get back on attacking DoorDash. Yeah. Because we're not done with them. No, of course. Not. I mean, like I just, like I said in the beginning, dude, this was like the first inning. Yep. You know, I mean, you and I are Tigers fans. We know what it's like to lose a game. <laughs> a few and red wings lately <laughs> yeah so i mean i'm just saying that don't don't give up on us uh you know i know our our true believers won't but you know if some of them drop off the platform i guess that's okay if you just don't want to have it but um you know we're not trying to pump up an app that we're gonna ditch right now 
Right. So I'm not trying to like promo something and then we're going to pull it offline. Like we're right. not done. We got a lot Obviously of things. We wouldn't uh, be talking about it if we yeah. were. Or we'd just be saying, yeah, it's over. Yeah. You know, it was fun while it lasted. Hope you guys made some money and buy, but that's not where we're at. So well, that's good I would tell everybody stand by and, uh, and stand by for some, you know, while you're waiting for the actual amount to come back on DoorDash, use the new DoorDash feature we will release, but also be looking forward to some of these other, these other transparency things that we found. Yes. Because they might all add up for you to make you the same money you've been making. You might find yourself using Grubhub or Uber Eats again. Yes. We can't say you won't, but that's, it might be because you might make more money than you used to with them. Just like how we did with DoorDash. Yeah. Excellent. So, all right. Well, thanks for having me on, Steve. As always, it's always informative. You know more than anyone. And so I get a lot of my information from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know any go, more than anybody, but <laughs> I know I go to your website at least once a week. So. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, um, I'm glad you, I'm glad it was you that was on this week because I know that anybody else, whoever it would have been, it would have came up. Of course, it's hard. And not so, like, to. it was it was nice that I looked and I'm like, oh, it's Jason. So we can sweet. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want somebody back. else trying to be like, you know, oh, so it just fell apart. Not yeah. really being able to have the discussion because I think people needed to hear it. But right for know, sure, do what you want. I mean, if you want to keep the pair app, keep it. I would, you know, if you want to delete it and come back to it, whatever you want to do. But there are things coming down the pipe, and not in two to three months. I'm talking about this week. And then in three weeks, we've already got two updates planned right now. Yeah. So things are coming down the pipe, and they're coming down the pipe starting this week. That's awesome. So That's I mean, just stay tuned. Keep your pair app up. And like Jason said, uh, keep it updated to people because uh, if you don't, one thing that I've had to advise a lot of people on is that if you know, you're having para DoorDash uh, issues with them aligning with timing, I always said close both and reopen them and it should work and then sometimes it took a close both delete both apps reinstall both apps and then it would work and i think sometimes that did have to do with an update yep like maybe you missed one and so i didn't want to talk about updates but i was just saying just delete them and reinstall them and it'll right sync back up because you get the newest version so but yeah like like uh like jason just said you know make sure that you are are updating you know if you don't have automatic updates on you know make sure that you just check once in a while because para will run with an older version oh yeah most apps will for a long time yeah you know I, mean? I mean it's but. just you might not be getting timely and you know you might go why is why are these coming in after i already had to accept or decline it could right. be that and we've also mentioned that it could be where you are you know you have one cell bar do you not have Wi-Fi? Do you not have your phone connected to use Wi-Fi? Right. I mean, it also comes to a lot of those kind of things too. So, um, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot of, it's a lot of things and it's just keep in mind, you know, the stronger the signal, the better, the faster the data transfers. And most people don't have that issue. They figure it out, but yeah, I mean, you know, keep it updated. And, uh, Keep using the app and we're, we're not done. And Door and even with DoorDash, we're not done. You know, if anything, we think what they did is even more deceptive. We're actually a little yeah. more mad now. <laughs> you know, before it was like, let's get these guys and let's help out the drivers. Now it's like, 
let's really get these guys. Exactly. Like, you know, like you guys, we've given you the chance, be transparent. You don't want to be transparent. Then I guess take that as a threat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there it is. DoorDash check, you know, not checkmate, but check. Like I'm putting you in check here. Yeah. You want to do it or not? If you don't, we'll find out a way to do it. We'll still get it to people. So yes. Well, thanks Jason. Yep. I appreciate it. Yep. I'd like to thank Jason Teary one more time for coming on the podcast this week. Uh, and I would like to give a big shout out to uh, team with para um, and all the people using the app and hang in there. We will uh, be updating and returning here shortly. And uh, that's it for this week. That's a wrap people. We will see you back here next week on the rodeo. Peace. Peace. Stop.